yo, yo. Welcome to No Pants Required. I'm your host, X3C, and thanks for joining. Today, we have a great lineup, an amazing lineup. We're going to talk about how do you get started with like your business ideas, but also like how do you discover like your name of your business and the process behind all of that? And we're going to talk about scary stories about and just scary stories in, in terms of sharing like the business environment and navigating to starting that new business adventure, as well as we're going to dive into um, some travel hacks. That's why you guys are here, right? Holiday season started up, you know, definitely want to give you guys some information that can help you doing your holiday travels. Also help me do my holiday travels. So before we get started, um, I jump right into the quickie. And I can say this quickie is going to link into what we're talking about today. Um, saving during the holiday season. You know, I can tell you it's been a many years of a rough journey where I struggled in the past to save money like I normally would throughout the year. But then the holiday season comes up and it's Thanksgiving time and it's Halloween. And I like to travel from New Orleans. and I want to go back home. Right. And I want to enjoy my family. I want to enjoy Bayou Classic. Shout out to Grambling State University. Um, but during that, then Christmas comes and New Year's and it's spending money. And usually it takes me March time frame to recover. Right. And so, you know, I thought about different things that I can do you know, more recently to help me doing this journey of trying to be a better steward with my money. Right trying to make my money make money and also try to travel in a, in a more efficient manner. So um, I tweaked my little schedule a little bit, a little bit less travel throughout the holiday time frame and a little bit of, you know, um, less spending on the fringe. You know, it's, it's, it's necessarily, you know, it's important to show your support and, and, and through care. And some people love language, if you will, is like giving gifts, words of affirmation, hugs, I can't remember all five of them. Um, uh, physical touch. I believe and there's one more I think I'm missing there. Um, but what I really like is and some people really like gift giving. Some people like gift receiving. And so, you know, for me, it's all as long as I'm there and spending time with loved ones or sending a card or, you know, being able to contact someone on video call or sending a text message. I think that is the most important thing to the holiday season. So that helped me reshape what I would normally think about. Um, previously when it relates to me spending money through the holiday season and, you know, taking three months to recover, <laughs> paying off the debt and all that stuff like that. So today's episode, you know, will help me, you know, really figure out what are the t tricks and tips I need to start following. And I also want to share that with you guys. So before I continue on, let me take this moment to introduce a special guest today. So ladies and gentlemen, Let's welcome to No Pants Required, Whitney Himes. Hi, everyone. Thanks for having me today. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Thank you for agreeing to join No Pants Required. Of course. It's a pleasure to talk with you today. Of course. So Whitney and I have been friends for several years. We met through my partner. Um, those two actually went to college together. And I mean, I've heard wild stories about their college days <laughs> and the fun activities. You know, I have to live vicariously through them, <laughs> but, but you know, I've heard great things about you guys and, and all the different stories. And I loved it. Right. Um, but as of late, uh, Whitney and I haven't been able to hang out as much. Um, you know, we don't get a chance to see each other as we previously did, but I can definitely say 
I can recall those times um, <laughs> through our New Year's Eve parties we've <laughs> enjoyed. <laughs> Excellent, fun times, great memories. Yes. Um, so what have you been up to lately? Um, well, with COVID, I before COVID, back when uh, you met me, um, I was traveling extensively. And then when COVID hit, things have been, you know, slowing down. I haven't been able to travel as much. So right now I've just been focusing on my full-time job and just, you know, relaxing, hanging out, catching up with some friends here and there and like making my plans for future trips and waiting until the world fully reopens and I can comfortably get myself back out there. Absolutely. It makes sense. And so funny you say traveling when I first met you because I was 1000% envious of your <laughs> travels. Like you traveled around the world and I'm like, I need to learn from her. I need to get her here. What's her secret sauce? How does she do this? What's the ideas I can share with me and with others, right? So I had to have you here on No Pants Required just before the holiday season so we can explore all of those different ideas. So um, first question here is like, so how did you get started with the idea of starting your own travel agency? Yeah. So ever since I was a child, I was always vacationing with my family. And at a young age, I discovered a passion for traveling. But I didn't truly appreciate the value of it until I got older. But it always made me curious and aware of how big the world was and made me eager to explore more of it. So after college and once I started working and finally making my own money, I kicked my traveling into high gear and I started taking trips every couple of months. And like I said, with COVID, that hasn't been the case, but I still do travel here and there, just not as much. But simply to escape the mundane workflow and explore more cultures and put myself out there. And traveling is a stress reliever for me. I always feel at peace. My curiosity is piqued and I'm genuinely happy when I'm on my trips. I don't have a care in the world. So after posting my travel pictures on social media and talking to a lot of my family and friends, everyone kept telling me the same thing. Whitney, you need to become a travel agent. So I didn't really give it much thought initially. I traveled purely for fun, and I didn't want the word work being associated with any part of my fun and exciting travel safe haven. Like work and fun did not go in the same sentence for me. (laughs) But a couple years later, I started talking with my former neighbor, and she's been a travel agent for decades and has been just about anywhere you can think of. I thought I traveled a lot, but she definitely has me beat. I asked her about the process of becoming an agent and the perks of being an agent. So she explained to me how much she loves being a travel agent because she gets to go on free trips. So she already had me there. She writes off a lot of her travel expenses on her taxes, which I was completely unaware of that perk. Like that's huge savings. Mm -hmm. Um, She's invited to attend travel seminars and conferences. She earns commission whenever she books trips. And who doesn't want to get money back from their trips? And then she gets special perks like complimentary upgrades when she books various types of travel. So after she finished telling me about her fam trip to Morocco, I was pretty much sold on becoming a travel agent. And in case you're not familiar with it, a fam trip stands for familiarization trip and is when travel agents get invited to certain properties or destinations to learn about the various locations and become familiar with them so that they can then in return sell those products or destinations to their clients. And wow. a lot of so they, the, 
I'm sorry. So they, reach out, so they reach out to you. Is it a free, do they pay for all expenses? Yeah. So a lot of the fam trips are actually free. And the oh, ones okay. that are not are sleep, steeply discounted. So for instance, my neighbor went to Morocco for about three weeks and most of her tours, food and lodging were paid for. And the only thing she had to pay for was her airfare. So, oh. yeah. So I have not personally been on any fam trips yet because I started my travel business in 2019, shortly before COVID started. But it's definitely one perk that I'm eager to take advantage of. Wow, that's amazing. So before we go too deep into in this, uh, uh, um, the discovery, if you will, mm-hmm. I do definitely want to um, give you an opportunity to explain like the discovery process for your name of your business. Um, but also I want to just get to the audience so they can you know, go, go on their phones right now <laughs> and, and find you. Uh, so tell everyone, uh, no pants required, what's the name of your business? Yeah, so my business name is called Global Getaways, LLC. You can find me on Instagram with that, that name, Global Getaways, LLC. But so as far as the process of discovering that name, after speaking with my neighbor, who I just mentioned about becoming a travel agent and being sold on the idea of a travel agent business, I decided to take courses at my local community college to learn more. So I'm the type of person, if I'm going to do something, I'm going to go all in and do it right. And Mm -hmm. I didn't want to start my business without taking some classes and learning more about the industry first. And I also never had my own business before, so I wanted more guidance before I got started. And my local community college actually had a program that's specifically designed for individuals who want to become travel agents. And it wasn't until I completed the program some months later that I actually started my business. And during one of our classes, we actually had an entire session on the importance of a business name. And now your business name is the first thing that your clients will see. And you want want your company to have a name that is unique and it accurately reflects what you're trying to sell or provide. So before this class, I never really considered a business name before. But after hearing the discussions, I knew I needed to think of something. And now for all the listeners, I live in Maryland. So I went to the maryland.gov website to do a business entity search. And I started there because I didn't want a name that any other company already had in the state. So on maryland.gov's website, under the business entity search, you can search for a listing of all the state, all the businesses that are currently operating in the state of Maryland. So I made sure I searched that list that, and there was no entry for Global Getaways. And I also wanted a name that was reflective of my business, which is booking trips for people to go all over the world. So that's how I landed with the name Global Getaways, and I registered it with the state of Maryland. And now registering my business on Maryland's website was relatively quick and straightforward. Their website is very user-friendly, and they have a lot of tools that help walk you through that process. So yeah, that's how I landed my name, and that was the process I went to go through it. I love it. I love it. And I definitely could tell you, you know, finding a name, so for example, no pants required, you know, <laughs> it took me several months of planning. I, I mean, literally, I went through about a 10 month period yeah. of of trying to figure all of this out and, and trying to figure out, like, how do I want to you know, express myself in a fun way, but also a serious way? Exactly. And that's kind of how I came up with the name no pants required. And so yeah. I, I definitely believe into that. I did not know about the uh, Maryland.gov, though that's a good nugget there to uh, look into for you know future people uh, uh, ventures that I may want to consider uh, down the line. Oh, definitely. I'm appreciative of the classes that I took because I had no idea about it either. 
But it's like, there's so many tools and resources out there, just a matter of being aware, because you don't know what you don't know. So, and yeah, for your title, No Pants Required is definitely unique. It's captivating, it's interesting, and it's, it gives people some like level of intrigueness. And it's like, oh, what's that about? <laughs> Not clickbait, folks. But, <laughs> yeah. know, I like your word, level of intriguedness. I, like I don't even know if that's a word, but it sounded good. <laughs> we made it up today. It's a new word today. All right. So what services do you offer? Yes. So I do quite a bit, but the main service that I provide is booking travel for clients. Most of the time they will already have their trip in mind. So I just help fine tune it and book it for them. And I can also help with trip planning if individuals have no idea where they want to go. And I also provide recommendations for tours and activities in various destinations around the globe. And now because I do have a lot of extensive travel experience, I can oftentimes provide firsthand experience about various destinations around the globe. And I'm also mindful that everyone travels differently. What works for me may not work for others. I'm the type of person that wants to make use of every single moment I have away from home. And I mean every moment. So I'm go, go, go with little to no sleep. And not, <laughs> not everyone likes that. And that is okay. So some people prefer to learn more about the history and see historical sites. Others want to party. Others may want to just lounge and relax. While others are more into exploring the local culture and cuisine. And all that is completely fine. So I work with my clients to help put together an enjoyable trip for them. I love it. I love it. So you even get involved in like the itinerary building. That's really awesome. I do. And you absolutely, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) Whitney have the experience. Like she literally has the experience of of traveling everywhere. (laughs) So when she can provide you with some nuggets, those are real nuggets to um, to take part in, you know, to really consider um, for your travels. Uh, so give me a scary story, something yeah. that you want to share about your business or even, you know, a, a situation with a client or something like that. Tell us a scary story and not, you know, we always hear the good things, right? But what are some of the scary things? Exactly. Uh, and those things do happen. I mean, as is life, but mm-hmm. yeah, so I originally started my business with the mindset of only booking trips for myself and family and friends. Again, I didn't want to have too many clients and get overwhelmed and take the fun out of traveling. And plus, with all the perks that I mentioned before of just being an agent, I wasn't in it to make a ton of money. I just wanted to save money on my own trips and get those um, perks. But once I posted to social media about my travel business, I got my first referral and clients. And it was actually a couple who I didn't know, and they wanted me to plan their entire honeymoon. Wow. Yeah. And I didn't want to say no, and I knew I was more than capable of doing it. I just felt so much pressure, and I literally told myself I didn't want to book trips for people I didn't know, especially not for my first clients. But I didn't want to miss this opportunity, and the couple had no idea where they wanted to travel to, and I wanted to make sure that they had an enjoyable and memorable honeymoon. So after some consultation with them, I ended up packaging a trip for them to go to Zanzibar and Cape Town. And I helped them with the entire trip from the airfare and lodging to tours and recommendations. They had an amazing honeymoon and even referred their family to me when they returned for booking their future trips. So I say all of this to say, I think the scariest part about starting your business is just that, starting it. Once you do and get over that initial fear, the rest comes easy. 
So since 2019, when I started my business, I have booked well over 100 different trips for people and have no plans of stopping. I absolutely love it. Love it. I'm going to give some claps here. This is outstanding. (laughs) A hundred. That's really good. And that's a hundred like during the COVID times and, you know, and prior. Exactly. So obviously in 2019 and beginning of 2020, I was rolling with booking trips, but then COVID put an abrupt halt to it. And now slowly people are starting to get more comfortable going back out there, which I understand. So I'm still here and available to help book anybody's trips that they are interested in. I'm just out here trying to help people be very prepared, save some money, and have a good time wherever they go. Right. Definitely makes sense. So travel hacks Mm -hmm. before the holidays. What can you share uh, for some, some type of travel hacks that you can share for our listeners here today? Yeah, definitely. That's a great question. And there's definitely a lot of travel hacks and tips So I'm going to share some of them, like the top ones with you, and be mindful that these are in no particular order. Got it. Saving money and being well-prepared is what I like to do. And I always try to tell my clients these things so that they too can save and be better equipped for their trips. So the big ones, we're going to start with travel credit cards. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So there are so many travel credit cards out there. And if you're really into traveling, Travel credit cards can be a way to earn free trips. You get access to airport lounges, many of which include complimentary food and beverages, even alcohol. You get reimbursed for travel programs like Global Entry and TSA PreCheck. And a word to the wise, I personally would recommend Global Entry because it's only $15 more than TSA PreCheck, and it actually includes TSA PreCheck. There are no foreign transaction fees, And so depending on the type of credit card you have, some cards do charge foreign transaction fees for every single purchase you make abroad. And these small fees do add up. So having a travel credit card eliminates those fees. And that's one less thing you have to worry about. That's uh, excellent. Actually, so I'm sorry for cutting you off. No, it's fine. The, the, I did not know about the global entry and being able to, well, having that included with a pre-check. That's I didn't yeah. know about that. That's and actually, good. I kind of learned that the hard way from personal experience because a few years ago, I got TSA PreCheck. And as soon as the agent swiped my credit card for the $85, he said to me, you know, you should have just got global entry because you travel a lot. And it's only $15 more, <laughs> but I already processed your paperwork. So you have to do it in five years. And it's like, gee, thanks. Wow. But what now type I, of service is that? That was exactly, horrible. Exactly. But now I pass that information on to other people so they can be well prepared because it's like hey it still lasts for five years and it's only fifteen dollars more makes sense yes but yeah so um, a lot of travel credit cards eliminate the foreign transaction fees um there's they also include trip cancellation insurance so if your trip happens to get canceled for a covered situation such as sickness or severe weather you can get reimbursed for your travel expenses even those non-refundable purchases you made A lot of the travel credit cards include auto rental collision coverage, which would reimburse you if there was any theft or collision damage for a rental car that you rented. Emergency evacuation and transportation coverage. So if you require emergency evacuation from a country, you can be covered for medical services and transportation. Again, these are a lot of things people don't think about when they travel abroad, but they are very important. 
Travel credit cards also, some of them also include trip delay reimbursement. So if your travel carrier happens to be delayed by more than six hours or requires an unexpected overnight stay, you can be reimbursed for meals and lodging incurred as a result of the delay. That's awesome. Yes. There's also baggage delay insurance. So if your bags get delayed by more than six hours, you can get money per day that your bag is delayed. And then the only thing is a lot of the good travel credit cards out there require relatively high credit scores and annual fees. But it's definitely a wise investment if you're really into traveling. The savings and insurance protections that come with them far outweigh the cons. And everything when you're traveling, it's always good until it isn't. You don't want to be abroad and unprepared for dealing with a medical emergency. So make sure you have coverage. And some of our current health insurance providers do provide overseas assistance, but it's just wise to find that out before you travel abroad. Another travel hack, um, just figuring out when to physically book your trip. So most of the time, you don't just think about a trip and book it the moment that you think of it. You need to monitor the market to see when is the best time to actually purchase your trip. So there's some websites out there that are very helpful that I particularly use, such as kayak.com and skyscanner.com. And on those two websites, you can monitor prices for you. They can monitor prices for you and alert you when it is a good time to buy your trip. They also have calendar displays of the pricing for your selected itinerary, so you can gauge the cheapest time to travel. So Sundays are usually high travel volume, and the prices you pay will reflect that. So if you're looking at booking a trip and leaving or coming back on a Sunday, you're more than likely going to be paying more money than if you were to just travel on a Saturday or Monday instead. Also, if you're traveling over a weekend, meaning Friday and Saturday, hotel prices are at a premium on those days. So you're going to be paying more. So making use of Kayak and Skyscanner's calendar tools is a very helpful resource to help you find those great prices. And I find myself personally booking most of my trips on a Tuesday or Wednesday when the prices tend to be lower. And now there's also random sales or dips in prices. So it's good to pay attention to and monitor those as well. For instance, one time I bought round trip airfare on United Airlines from Dulles Airport to Singapore and then Thailand back to Dulles for $600. Oh, wait, yes. pause. I mean, <laughs> wow, $600? Literally That's insane. Yeah. And that was back and in I, 2018. Wow. And I, you know, I did hear about the uh the Tuesday and Wednesday. I was actually gonna bring that up mm -hmm. um of traveling. Um so it's booking the flights on there or booking and or traveling. Well booking doesn't really matter. It's just the travel date is best on Wednesdays or on Tuesdays. So booking like physically booking your trip on Tuesday or Wednesday is better. You don't have to travel on Tuesday or Wednesday. Got just it. Booking it on those days is better. And Got word it. to the wise, I just would never personally book a trip on the weekend because the prices are going to be higher. Wait till the middle of the week, and that's when they start to come down and fluctuate some. And if you've been monitoring it, you'll know when is the right time to book. And typically, it's Tuesdays or Wednesdays. That's insane. I love that. Mm -hmm. And also, like, it's not a drastic difference, but sometimes if you're looking at airfare prices in particular – on your phone versus your laptop, you will see some discrepancies with the prices as well. So I always check my laptop and my phone to see which one has the better price and then purchase it on that uh, 
that mode, whether it's the phone or the laptop. And those sites you mentioned earlier, do mm-hmm. they have like a um, alert that would like give you a ding and let you know that a price dip, if you will? Yes. So you can put in the destination that you want to go to, build your travel itinerary, and you um, enter your email information and it will alert you. You can turn on or off the alerts, but it will tell you when there's a significant price difference in your travel plans and advise you like, oh, this is a good time to book. So I really find it helpful. And for Skyscanner in particularly, I like them because I live in the D.C. area. So I can just say D.C. to anywhere in November, and then it will show me the prices for all the different destinations in November. And it's like, I might not know where I want to go to, but if I look at the prices and it's like, oh, Bermuda is like $400 this month. Or Costa Rica is 300. It's like I can build my trip based off that too. So that's also very helpful if you're open to going different places and you don't know exactly where you want to go. Sometimes just using Skyscanner and putting in your where you're leaving from and leaving the destination field blank. And then if you know what particular month you want to go in, it will tell you what the prices are for airfare for that month. Wow. So do you actually, it's a funny piece, I, I'm thinking about this here. Do you, mm-hmm. are you spontaneous travel or are you both? Uh, 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 long-term planning uh, when you travel or do you sometimes just, you know, I want to go somewhere this weekend and you decide on that Tuesday or Wednesday and you just go. See, I'm the type of person, I'm a planner. So I'm not as spontaneous when it comes to traveling, especially for like big trips. But if something does come across my lap and it's very affordable and the price is looking right, I have no problems with booking it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like you say, $600 to Singapore. Exactly, and, exactly. Like, I mean, that's, I mean, I want to go now. Yeah, <laughs> it was an amazing trip and it was definitely worth it. Insane. Okay. Yeah. And then so another tip I have is making sure that you research a destination prior to going. And I think out of all the travel tips and hacks, that's the most important because you don't want to show up to your destination just to find out that it's a national holiday that's occurring and most places are closed or that you're going to a location in a high elevation and are unprepared or unaware of altitude sickness, which can lead to death. For instance, in Peru, in the very popular tourist destination of Machu Picchu, it's it's Uh at an extremely high altitude. And simply walking can become extremely difficult and challenging. And at Machu Picchu, you're not just walking on flat surfaces, you're climbing. So when I went... I actually stayed in a hotel that had oxygen-enriched rooms to help me sleep through the night. So every few minutes, oxygen gets pumped into your room. And you just want to make sure that you're prepared for things like this so it doesn't completely ruin your trip. Because Oxygen-enriched rooms. Do they come in flavors and scents? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I didn't know it was a thing until I went to Machu Picchu. Wow, I love it. Yeah, because apparently if... A lot of people take some time to get adjusted to the higher altitude, and there's medication for it. You can chew on um, different um, cocoa leaves. They have different remedies to help, but sometimes people get like really bad headaches and have difficulty sleeping because it's hard for them to breathe. So like, they recommend staying in hotels that do have the oxygen-enriched rooms so that you can get more acclimated and feel more comfortable while you're there. I'm learning so much. Oxygen in rich rooms. Yes, it definitely (laughs) exists. (laughs) And so you also don't want to go somewhere and you're expecting warm and sunny weather 
only to realize that you're showing up during monsoon season or you're going to a location and you're unaware of their standards of living and get alarmed by their sanitation or lack thereof and find yourself getting sick from eating some foods. So if you're going to a destination for a particular reason, whether it's a festival or to see a particular point of interest, I encourage you to make sure that you plan your trip around that event. So for instance, I always wanted to see the Northern Lights in Iceland. And I went with my, yeah. So I went with my sister and some girlfriends a couple years ago, and we were actually able to see the Northern Lights dancing in the sky the moment that we landed in Iceland. And we weren't able to see them because we were lucky. We saw them because we specifically planned for it. So seeing the Northern Lights is based off the moon calendar in addition to the weather. So obviously we can't predict the weather, but we did go to Iceland actually based off of the moon calendar and we were successful with seeing the lights. So planning on any trip is very important. And before I go on any trip, there's three websites that I check faithfully. The first is the State Department's website. I go to their website to assess the safety level and risk or threats of various countries. And that's important. And just to make sure that you're vigilant and aware of certain crime that can happen to tourists, just so that you're mindful of it and you are more aware when you get there. Then I check CDC's website to see what, if any, vaccinations I should consider prior to my trip and how I can remain healthy abroad. So in some countries, like Americans have a difficult time drinking the tap water or eating any fruits or vegetables that are rinsed with water. So you just want to make sure you're aware of certain things because it might be a small thing, but it can legit ruin your whole trip experience and send you into the hospital. So you just want to make sure you're mindful of stuff like that. And then the last website that I check is the U.S. News and World Report for their travel guides to determine the best times of the year to visit a destination, learn about any major holidays or festivals that they have, and the weather. Because like I said, the weather is also very important. And sometimes if you want to go to a destination, like in the summertime, because a lot of people are off or have leave, like if you're going around the world where their uh, temperature and weather is going to be opposite of what ours is. So you don't want to go somewhere in the summer expecting warm weather and then get there and it's winter. And then also being mindful of the time difference. So um like flying and planning your trip. You don't want to plan for such an extensive itinerary the first night when you land, especially if like there's a 12 or 13 hour time difference. You just want to make sure that you're well aware and prepared and have enough sleep and energy to last you through your trip. So you plan accordingly. So those are the some of the big travel hacks and tips that I have for today. Awesome. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, I've learned a lot so far, <laughs> you know, in, in terms of the traveling, the definitely websites. Um, um, so I would definitely hope you guys were taking notes or just rewind this episode and listen to it again. <laughs> that too. <laughs> right. So is there anything new you're working on that you can share with us? Um, right now, no. Um, when I started my business in 2019, I did it as a sole proprietor mainly because one, I'm just starting out. And two, the moment you add another person besides yourself to your business, you, for tax purposes, you go into a different category and the tax, the taxes themselves become more challenging. And that's not something I felt comfortable with or ready to tackle at this point. So I'm still like just myself operating this business. Eventually I do want to expand and have, you know, some other people helping me out and just associates and partners and stuff. 
But for right now, I'm just trying to stake out the map and figure out where, when the world opens, I will be traveling to next and trying to plan out my itinerary because COVID definitely canceled some trips I had in 2020 to Greece and Africa. So I'm, I just have those on standby for when I feel, when I personally feel comfortable to go to those places. Right. Wow. <laughs> I definitely will be watching the pictures yeah. in the timeline for those. <laughs> yeah. You know, you, you talked about earlier, um, you know, looking at different websites and being able to travel and in the times of the year to travel, I think that's definitely critical. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, speaking of the different weathers and seasons and altitude sicknesses, I think that's definitely things to be mindful of. You know, I didn't travel as much, definitely not growing up, um, you know, from New Orleans. Most of the things was around the city, <laughs> you know, but, you know, as I got older, you know, financially things have gotten better in my life and I've made smarter decisions. You know, it's definitely um, something I want to do. There are several destinations um, I want to see um, before I perish this planet um, or re- re- restore myself to the planet. That's <laughs> as I right. Like to think about it. <laughs> um, you know, so I'm definitely going to be keeping some of these travel hacks definitely in mind. Um, definitely when it came to like the credit cards, mm-hmm. you know, it's very important with, the, with those tra- credit cards and the uh, reward systems. Um, I, I did know about the the credit rating, which is interesting. I guess it's not interesting because you have to have some type of entry point. Right. Um, but, you know, having a higher credit score does, you know, lend itself to giving getting you access to mm-hmm. some of those better reward cards. And I think exactly. that is critical. Exactly. Because even before I would travel all the time, but I didn't get my travel credit card until I believe 2018. So I had never been in like the airport lounges. I never thought much of it. But even something like that, it just like opened my eyes to everything I was missing out on. So now I, I kind of don't even like traveling or going to an airport if I can't be in the lounge because it's like I don't want to have to pay for food and drink if I can get it for free. And the lounges overseas are so nice, like literally like mini hotels. They have everything you can think of. Everything is complimentary. And it's just like, all this I get access to because I have my credit card. Like I don't have to pay for anything. So it's like certain things like that go a long way. And then when you book certain trips or hotels, like if you use your credit card and they're a partner with them, if they happen to, if you book like a basic room and you get there and they have other rooms of higher service available, they might automatically upgrade you for free. So it's like this, it's the little things that add up and really enhance someone's trip. So I personally recommend a travel credit card if you're really into traveling, because like I said, the benefits far outweigh the steep uh, annual um, annual fees that they have and then um, all the entry requirements. But it's definitely worth it. So years ago, I had an American Express Platinum card and it uh, can't remember right now what the annual fees were. They mm-hmm. were somewhat on a, for me on the high side at the time. I think it was like four. $499 a year. I believe that's, and I don't maybe misquoting it, but definitely was around that price point mm-hmm. for, the, uh, for that card. That card had amazing perks. You just mentioned those, those um, lounges. So I didn't experience any international lounges, uh, definitely experienced the U.S. based lounges. And I was able to bring along with me on any travel, three friends can mm-hmm. gain access to those lounges with me just by showing the card. Exactly. And 
amazing. Never experienced it before in my life. It was outstanding. The comfort, the free, the Wi-Fi, of course, better Wi-Fi than you would get normally right. at the unsecure Wi-Fi in, in, <laughs> in the general public in the um, airport. <laughs> right. system. But, you know, that showers in there and the snacks and, you know, it's just the comfortability of it all was outstanding. Um, so I, I agree with you. It, it's a perk that is absolutely worth it, especially if you're a travel enthusiast. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's something that people should consider. Uh, so for me, I wasn't as, I didn't travel as much like as I stated before. So for me, the card and the annual fees, you know, um, for me, I had to reassess right. that, my, that position I had at the time. Um, but I can tell you thinking of it now and maybe moving forward, it's a card that I may want to consider getting again. <laughs> Definitely. I would say like, if you plan on taking a trip like maybe two or three times a year, it definitely would be worth it to get the travel credit card. But if you only plan on doing like maybe one trip a year, then you just have to, you know, assess the pros and cons and see if it's really worth it. But if you take multiple trips a year, hands down, you should get, I would personally recommend the travel credit card. Right. So I have a last question here for you. Mm-hmm. So if you could go anywhere in the world, anywhere in the world, right, on a romantic date, where would you go? That's funny. It, I'm not personally married or anything, but I always said I travel the world, but there's some places I literally want to reserve for if that day ever comes to be able to explore that with for the first time with whoever I'm married to on our honeymoon. So the places that I considered going to were Seychelles, Madagascar, and Zanzibar. Oh. Oh, nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. Actually, Madagascar is one on my list. I yeah. absolutely want to go. Actually, we should just go. Yeah, let's do it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's so you guys actually you heard it here first. Um, fellas, me <laughs> is saying those three are the top on her list. Hope you guys are listening. I actually thought about Ibiza um oh. as a destination. Yeah, Ibiza. i apparently it's pronounced Ibiza, but yeah, I, and I didn't realize that till I actually went there, but it is literally a whole, like, it's a whole experience. So I don't know if you've been to Vegas before, but Vegas is just like party, party, party. Like it can wipe you out. Correct. Ibiza, I've been there yeah. in the summertime, which is horrible. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I have to look at the weather before oh, you go. <laughs> right. <laughs> but Ibiza is literally Vegas on steroids. When we got there, the partying never stops. Like the clubs go until six in the morning and then the day parties start. Like there is zero sleep. So I don't know if it would be a romantic destination, but it's definitely a good turn up spot. Hands down. Good point. I like that. Wow. It's almost like uh, Lady Gaga. Another club. Another club. Next yeah. club, no sleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and what about uh, Tulum? This is a destination I have been hearing a lot about lately. Like I, everyone talks about it as this, this as if it's a Instagram model destination. I hear this all the time. Yeah. So the thing is, I have been to Tulum. I went when I was in high school. So it wasn't as developed as it is now. And when I went, it didn't have all the Instagram photo worthy spots and locations. So I can't speak to that. But from what I see, I definitely would like to return because it looks very nice. Yes. Outstanding. Well, Whitney, you know, this has been an outstanding episode. I thank you for um, sharing your travel tips, your savvy 
travel tips with uh, no pants require audience. Is there anything else you want to share with with everyone today? No, I just want to say thank you again for having me. It's an honor and privilege to be able to speak to everyone. And hopefully you you and your listeners were able to gain just a little bit of knowledge that will help you going forward with traveling. Because if I can do it, we all can do it. It's not hard. Just research, 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 and pay attention to the deals and just be smart about it. And you can go to as many places around the globe as you want to, too. Guys, don't forget Global Getaways LLC. Global Getaways LLC is the Instagram site to get some information from Whitney. So, okay. I think we covered everything. So, remember, positive energy leads to positive vibes. Don't forget to subscribe if this is your first time joining. No Pants Required can be found on Google Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Peace. Mm -hmm.